Hello, and welcome to the Sky U Podcast by The Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, Go AU Fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Hello. All right, it's a two-man show tonight. Um, I guess, I mean, we, we should probably talk briefly about the Wisconsin game. It kind of feels uh, annoying to discuss a final loss in the in the year of COVID, which, eh, COVID. But it was legitimately a game Minnesota, you know, obviously led, could have won. What was your big takeaway, Andy, from from uh, the game on Saturday? Well, they they just let it get away. I mean, it was it was too sloppy when they needed to make clean plays. When they needed to make plays, they couldn't make plays. Um, you know, it, it it it's it's one of those games that you know, in in the course of looking back at twenty twenty, is really not going to matter in the long run, but. Uh, it's one of those games that probably just like the Maryland game, they they probably should have won. And you know, in case anybody wants to to troll via record or anything like that, instead of having a whatever it was a three and four record, they finished up with it. Probably easily could have been a, a five and two record. Um, but you know, then's the breaks. Uh, the the Gophers could have gone to a bowl game if they wanted to. They decided not to, which we can go into in a little bit. Um, you know, it would have been nice to have the axe in the in the in the trophy case for absolutely nobody to see uh, all winter. <laughs> um, that that would have been nice. Maybe at the state fair we would have maybe, been able yeah, to see maybe, it. Yeah, maybe maybe by the state fair uh, it might have been able to go back out in public again. But uh, no, it, it's just one of those frustrated losses of a, an entirely frustrating season for multiple reasons. And uh, you know, it it all in all, um, it it's just nice that the 2020 season has has, has finally come to a close and we can take a take a little bit of time to regroup before we try and get back to a season that should have much more meeting next year. Yeah, it stings a hell of a lot less at the end of this garbage dumpster fire of a season and calendar year. So I'm I'm happy to let that be the end of it and not uh not lament it too far. I agree with you. I think it was just just a game where slightly better execution gets you a win. Um it's not like Wisconsin was having an amazing game themselves. So, well, no, what are you going to do? Move on. Move on. Uh, the bowl opt-out, I think we're in agreement. I, I think it was the right decision. I don't think they really gained much by continuing to play. It's been a, a real messy year for the players. Uh, spending, the, Telling the players to go spend the holidays you know, away from their families when they've already had so many things keep them from having a normal year didn't seem great and they would have only gotten what like five practices out of it maybe because of when the bulls you know start versus you know right now when the game when the season's ended so uh do you have any disagreements with that at all no no disagreements at all we're definitely on the same page i mean you could tell the way pj fleck post game was talking about on saturday basically saying the well yeah i mean we could do this and if they want to we're down for it but realize that that basically means like you said four or five more practices it means spending christmas either in their dorm rooms or their apartments quarantined or in a hotel quarantine somewhere um you know the way it broke down it looks like the the bowl game the gophers probably would have ended up in was the uh the guaranteed rate bowl in phoenix which is played in the in the diamondbacks baseball stadium so you're not even playing at a football facility um you know all in all it was it was the right call um you know and and you're seeing only only five big 10 teams actually have gone or going to a bowl um and of those five we'll see how many actually play uh, as iowa's 
went and gotten themselves in a little bit of COVID trouble now after after making it through the entire season without having any COVID issues as as their team. Um, they went and, and picked up COVID issues, including Kirk Ferentz coming down with it here this past week. Um, and then, of course, Iowa, being Iowa, decided to go super strutter on the bit. And now that they're having all sorts of COVID cases coming back, this is announced after they bothered to say, oh, by the way, we're going to let all our players go home for four or five days in between the end of the regular season once that Michigan game was canceled and uh, and potential bowls. So um, they've got COVID in their program, and they brought it home to their parents. So that's, that's just great. But, um, you know... Iowa's going to a bowl. Wisconsin's going to a bowl. I'm sure they'll somehow try and figure out a way to use that negative recruiting against Minnesota. Uh, doesn't really matter. Again, it's 2020. No, it, it doesn't. Um, you know, if if they want to go spend time in in Nashville or spend time in in Charlotte and and be relatively locked down, um, you know, those are those are those programs' choices. Um, you know, the only the only teams that might actually get a somewhat normal bowl experience will be uh, Indiana and Northwestern down in Florida because Florida just doesn't care about COVID, so they'll just have all the normal programming going on. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a weird bowl season. I mean, we've already seen one game get completely canceled because uh, a 2-8 and eight South Carolina team decided to pull out due to issues. Um, which, I mean, that tells you the farce of it right there, the fact that a 2-8 and eight South Carolina team was in a bowl to begin with. Um, you know, I think my I think my favorite part is that Nebraska, kings of wanting to play football, elected not to go to a bowl game. Yeah, no, Nebraska, just... Nebraska opted out, Minnesota opted out, Penn State opted out. Um, you know, it, it just... It it just isn't worth it, and I mean, even even for like I said, the teams that do make it, I have almost zero interest in watching college bowls this this upcoming couple of weeks. I mean, normally I have at least some interest in watching, especially the other Big Ten teams. I could care less about Wisconsin and Wake Forest and the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I could care less about Iowa and Missouri if that game happens. I could care less about Northwestern and Auburn. Um, I I just don't care. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, all right, let's 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 just wrap it up here. Wrap it up. Uh, you know, let the let the Oscar music play us off stage and, and let's <laughs> let's get back to thinking about a, a 2021 season that might be slightly more uh, closer to normal. Hell yes. For the Gophers, I guess, you know, at this point, we've already gotten some personnel news. Benjamin St. Just is opting to go on to the NFL. Corey Durr will stay. You know, we'll be watching for other player announcements here in the coming days and weeks. Um, I'm interested to see if there's any coaching changes. Um, Koff, Roth Wenger, Koff, um, since special teams was oh so joyous for the Gophers. Um, I mean, outside of that, I, I think football is basically just, it's kind of, kind of close it down mentally until, uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, spring football is something that is able to happen without too much mess. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, we're we're not going to hear anything about about Minnesota football until we're gearing up for spring football, whatever form that will be. Um, you know, except the only thing will be is obviously we're still going to see probably the addition and 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 leaving of of some players. Um, PJ Fleck had said they're going to be active on the transfer market. I saw earlier this evening that they they have offered a uh, transfer wide receiver from Arizona who's in the portal, uh, who didn't have a great 2020 but had a really good uh, 
2019 as a freshman. So he would have two years to play and, and could provide some, some solid wide receiver death and looks like he could be a player. Um, you know, I think they'll be active in looking to try and pick up either offensive, defensive line help. Um, they, they probably could, could use some help either way on, on those spots. Um, and of course there's still the Avante Dickerson saga, which Minnesota still is going to work their best to try and get him to sign in the February signing period. Um, obviously Nebraska is going to be doing the same thing there. And it, it sounds like, uh, there might be some other teams that are going to be trying to get involved. So I think, uh, you know, that will play out over the next, uh, you know, six to eight weeks. But uh, other than that, and, and the potential that we might see some coaching changes, although uh, one would have thought we, I guess in theory, we, we won't know maybe till January. Um, all of the Minnesota assistant coaches, except for the coordinator, so except for Sanford and except for Joe Rossi, their contracts all expire January 31st. So either they're going to have to get new contracts or we'll see some, uh, we'll see some changes, but uh but yeah, that'll be something to look forward to here in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, for the most part, football is on the back burner and we can uh, pretty much go all in on uh, basketball and hockey from now until uh, now until March. Hockey school. Uh, we'd like to raise our glass in this moment to the University of Illinois. Uh, the University of Illinois, of course, hired uh, Brett Bielema as their head football coach. The tubby middle Burt is back in the Big Ten, and I'm sure he will be no sort of an asshole, and everyone will love him, and we won't get any humor out of watching him fall on his face at Illinois. I'm not going to lie. The the enjoyment of watching Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin fans all come together to absolutely roast the decision when it was announced Saturday morning was pretty priceless. Um, the Illinois could have had a good shot at Lance Leopold, University of Buffalo coach who formerly was really successful at UW-Whitewater, has pretty much been a winner the last few years anywhere he's gone, but they decided to go for the retread and in Bielema, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, he, he's not going to be a disaster. He'll be no, fine. No, that's, he's, he's, he does seem to have the baseline of, uh, a, a basic level of competence that should keep him from being complete suck but 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 <laughs> oh, yeah Brett, Brett Bielema is not going to be the be the guy that brings Illinois back to the top of the Big Ten West it's just not going to happen when you're when you're going to have to try and compete and recruit against the Minnesotas the Nebraskas the Iowas the uh, Wisconsin's hell the Northwesterns of the world um, I, I don't think Brett Bielema is going to get it done so we'll see uh, but I have I have a feeling that uh, we're going to see a lot of uh, six and six in Illinois' future over the next well six year contract of Bielema's reign. I mean, uh, to be fair, that's an improvement. So, uh, Illinois fans, I think, should get very excited. Uh, I, I believe the one of the head writers over at the Champagne Room was walking around. Um, I think he was in Madison for some reason, or maybe he lives there. Anyway, he was walking around and had UW fans come up to him. He was wearing an Illinois hat and say, uh, uh, we're sorry. So that was, I'm sure, very spirit lifting for him. And as I recall, when I was living in Madison, the general feeling of Badger fans back then during the time that he was winning was, oh, yeah, he's a terrible, horrible asshole, but at least he's our asshole. So uh, he wasn't even liked there when he was winning. They, he just, you know, people tolerated it because he was winning. So have fun with that, Illinois. Have fun. Um, I don't know. We got 
basketball won. They beat St. Louis. That's good. Uh, that's a that's a resume builder for the Gophers. I think it moved them into Lenardi's first four out, which whatever that means at this point. Uh, I know people probably are willing to write that off as just St. Louis, but it's actually a good win for the Gophers. Uh, now, of course, we return to the Big Ten season and, uh, you know, the murderer's row that they're facing, and we'll see how that goes. I'm not overly optimistic at this point. Andy, I mean, any any do you see any hope for Iowa on Christmas Day? Uh, no, unless Luca Garza somehow breaks his leg in the second half of the game they're playing against Purdue right now. Um, uh, yeah, you know, the, it was a big win against St. Louis, and that actually will, you know, everybody says, oh, don't, but it really will matter on when it comes down to Selection Sunday. St. Louis probably um, will be the top one or two teams in the Atlantic 10 this year. They've got some really good talent. They've already got a big win over NC State. Um, so no, that one, that one actually will, will look good come March. Um, but yeah, Minnesota, you know, they did what they did, needed to do in the non-conference. Now it's back to the big 10 gauntlet. Um, they absolutely got destroyed against Illinois. Um, you know, they lost to Rutgers because Rutgers apparently plays basketball now. No, Rutgers is ranked like 12th or 13th in the country, I think. I'm very... It's no, disconcerting. The, the, the Big Ten, the Big Ten is is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, Iowa, um, Iowa, who didn't, did, 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 yeah, well, they lost to Gonzaga. Okay, that doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, they're they're playing Purdue right now. Uh, as we go, it's halftime. Iowa has an eight point lead at the half. Um, what, it finished the half, I think, on a ten two run. So, um, Luca Garza is good. Uh, he is going to absolutely destroy the inside of the paint against the Gophers. Uh, I think we're all in. in commiseration that uh while liam robbins is um a decent center he he there's no way he can he can cover luca garza and garza's gonna be have a big game christmas night um you know i i think minnesota's gonna have to try and win one upset of one of these games i don't think it'll be iowa but you know whether it's michigan state who got upset by northwestern last night whether it's um you know, one of these other ranked teams, you know, Ohio State coming in in a couple of weeks, or um, I'm trying to think who else we play. Anyone in this murder stretch. I know the first seven or eight Big Ten games are just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, Wisconsin, that would be the other team. Um, you know, Wisconsin is beatable if you play well and catch them on an, on an off night. You just have to do both. I mean, it's the same thing. You... It's just like it's just like when uh, you know the the football team faced off against Wisconsin. Had you played 100%, had you played your best, you could have beat them. If the Gopher basketball team can play 100% against the Badgers, they can beat the Badgers. I think they match up fairly well against the Badgers. Um, but if they don't do anything but 100%, it's it's not going to go well for them. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough stretch here. But I do think Minnesota's got to try and win one or two um, because you know. As good as the Big Ten is, I'm not, I'm not sure that you know a five and fifteen or a, even <laughs> no. a seven and thirteen record is going to get it done. They, they're um, going to need to win a one or two that they uh, currently aren't slated to win if they want to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, so I mean, I think you got to try and get up to that you know reasonably at worst case scenario seven and thirteen, eight and twelve type record, which means yeah, you're going to have to win some games you're not supposed to win, uh, and and so far. 
Granted, it's only been a small sample size of one game, but they uh, they looked like they absolutely could not do that against Illinois, and uh, I have bad feelings that uh, Christmas night we'll see more of the same. But, uh, you know, it, until they get out on the court, it, it, it's tough to tell. But, uh, you know, um, big thing is they're going to have to shoot and they're going to have to rebound. They didn't do really... They shot much better against St. Louis. They didn't rebound worth a damn, but they got lucky because their shots were falling. Um, you know, unless they can get both to happen on a regular basis against some of these Big Ten teams, it, it's not going to end well. Well, as always, we will hold out our hopes and dreams for hockey, as we are a hockey blog. Um, more obviously to come on that since hockey's idle till after the first. Um, but uh, that's if you're if you need a, a little ray of gopher sunshine in your life, and basketball isn't doing it for you, look to hockey. Hockey will save us all. Yeah, and that would be the one thing if you get really depressed by the Gopher basketball team and want to pick up some hockey, uh, if you have NHL Network and whatever your various program is, uh, the World Junior Tournament officially kicks off Christmas Day as well up in Edmonton, uh, U.S. versus Russia on uh, on Christmas Day. Uh, the trio of the Gopher defensemen, uh, Brock Faber, Ryan Johnson, Jackson Lacombe, all should play regularly for the U.S., so you'll be able to... Uh, to check them out if you want. Um, we, we did have the, the schedule, the second half of the schedule released uh, earlier this week. Um, good news is, is Minnesota's first series after the break will be their one of their two non-conference series against Arizona State. So in theory, the, the three guys coming back from the World Juniors won't actually miss any Big Ten games. They'll just miss that, that Arizona State series. Um, but yeah, you know, Minnesota is in good place through the first eight conference games. Um they they end the Big Ten season with the rematch against Michigan when both teams should be in theory at full strength, which should be fun to watch. Um, but I think the Gophers, uh, you know, they're they're sitting good, number one team in the country. They'll be number one team in the country at least till they play again, um, and hopefully they can uh, hold on to that ranking for a while come twenty twenty one. Damn straight. All right, friends, it's uh, happy holidays. Stay safe out there. Do everything you can to not get the COVID before the vaccine shows up. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. Go Gophers. Sky Yuma. Row the boat.